0: And we are rolling. Podcast time. Ooh, baby, I can't
1: wait for podcast time.
0: Ooh, it's my favorite part of the week. Podcast time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got my uh, essential oils all laid out. I've lit some candles. I've I've been
1: clapping just because I'm so excited.
0: I've got rose petals sprinkled all over my little laptop desk. Oh, it's a sensual podcaster. Ooh, baby, when it's podcast time, making love on the airwaves with our mouths, podcast time. Is this an idea? What if we did like Delilah, but for podcasts? Do you ever listen to Delilah? Um, not a lot, but I'm I'm vaguely familiar. You know, yeah, everybody
1: knows Delilah. It's it's like a is it a lonely hearts sort of uh
0: yeah, it's kind of like a it's a late night love uh love uh it's not call in, but it's like uh where you can uh make a special dedication. But maybe maybe we do it and we do call in too, kind of. Add in the thing where people call in about UFOs and the lizard people.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's all about love.
1: Lizard people need love, too. Don't
0: forget. This one's going out to a special alien being kept in a bunker under Area 51. Here's Tears in Heaven. (laughs) We're back. It's a new week. And we've got sexy new ideas on podcast time. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, I, I, I didn't get the memo I, I don't think any of my ideas are sexy
0: <laughs> I don't think any of mine
1: ever are either
0: But maybe we could We'll just keep that We'll keep a sexy mood going Kind of okay. try and inform the whole situation here That we're doing a sexy Sensual late night podcast How's everybody feeling? In your shorts Is it good? <laughs> stuff moving and grooving and here's here's cheryl crow with the first cut is the deepest (laughs) hey we're back on the sexy late night podcast and uh we have a special dedication here it's from darren and darren writes dogecoin to the moon (laughs) now he's put me in coach by
1: John Fogarty.
0: by John Fogarty. <laughs> we're taking more calls call into the sensual nighttime podcast 702 podcast 702-763-2277 and we got a special dedication here from an Aaron Aaron writes how do I shot web Now here's Kiss from a Rose by Seal off the Batman Forever soundtrack. That's pretty much... That's not... Does that count as an idea? Did I burn an idea?
1: Am I out? I don't think that that counts as an idea. I think that was more of just a... uh, Just riffing. A a style. I think we, we could we can put a podcast idea in the, the, the clothing of your sexy, yeah. sexy late mm-hmm. night podcast. I yeah.
0: Think. It definitely, it, it, uh, it's a tone more mm-hmm. than it is a, an idea, but maybe that's a, that's like a colored gel that we put over the spotlight on all of our ideas tonight. Mm-hmm. they're all going to have that warm red light ideas like you gotta yeah hit hit me with that idea um, and let's sexualize it
1: okay uh this one is called uh trading card sharps
0: Uh oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) sexy trading cards
1: they must make them right
0: i'm sure they do well they made x-men trading cards in the 90s and uh let me tell you it was pretty sexy. The X-Men, I mean. I don't know about the nineties. Trading cards. The trading cards, I believe, had the puzzle pieces. And if you got them all, it was the the danger room. Hmm. If I recall correctly.
1: Now did Maybe you have the, to pop these puzzle pieces out of a card?
0: If you're if you're a fucking rube, yeah. <laughs> if you're not gonna keep them for collectability's sake. And baby let me tell you it's sexy in that danger room <laughs> The safe word is cerebro Tra- trading card sharps and this yep. is this is sharps in the sense that uh, you're being pedantic and telling people it's not sharks uh, actually it's sharps. You're not a pool shark. You're a pool sharp. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: But uh, there there are just always uh so many different uh, odd trading cards. I figured this could be a podcast where we go and see what what uh what's currently going. I mean, you've always got your your sports cards and mm-hmm. your comic book cards, but uh, um, we could possibly do an episode of uh. Garbage pale kids
0: cards. Uh, Gar. I mean, honestly, th- they made trading cards of just about everything at one point. Mm-hmm. I had Star Wars trading cards, Alf trading cards, Happy Days trading cards. <laughs> just look at Fonzie's stats. <laughs> Got over a hundred successful a's. <laughs> so, so you
1: bought the Happy Days trading cards that that have the stats. You, you didn't buy the uh,
0: Magic the Gathering esque. Uh, oh yeah, we're Happy Fonzie, Days cards. Fonzie's powers. It says uh, uh, jukebox strike. Yeah,
1: <laughs> takes uh, only ten mana points, and it uh, it. It's the music playing again.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Oh, we need to talk to Casey. This is a great idea. Just <laughs> a a happy days themed trading card game. I'd also just do tra- Happy Days uh Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Whenever yeah, whenever uh Fonzi hits the jukebox, then that starts the music and it gives everyone like a plus mm-hmm. five combat bonus. And
1: then, uh, uh, Potsy sits on it.
0: Oh yeah. It, Potsy it, it, sits on it. Um, what's, what's Richie's power?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, know. he's what, definitely what? like
0: the party leader, right? Maybe he just has it, like, he has like a zone of righteousness or something. <laughs> whenever something bad befalls them then richie can cast uh learned a lesson and then everyone gets stronger from having Mm uh been scammed by uh i don't know like a russian guy with a hot rod that might be an episode of happy days this is another idea that i'm just i'm just riffing ideas tonight what about uh where we try and uh correctly guess an actual episode of happy days we can't be one we've seen we just have to know, take what we know of the television program happy days and try and correctly guess an episode that does exist
1: so we'll we'll pick one at random and start watching and like we would we get like the first 5 minutes and then we cut it off stop it right oh. there and that, that now now we're plotting the rest of I was going to
0: say that we just completely come up with these episodes out of whole cloth. Ah. But I think that your idea might be more feasible than just a, a podcast where every week we're like, um, uh, this one is where uh, they have to save the president's dog. <laughs> 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 for eternity until we get one right
1: now who who do you think who, who would have been the president during the time that happy days is set in with this uh eisenhower
0: territory i was gonna say i think it's eisenhower but it's also informed by the fact that it was on tv in the 70s mm-hmm. which is why i said save the president's dog because everybody loved richard nixon's little dog checkers but they'd be like, well, we can't bring that up because this takes place in the 50s. So what if, uh, what, Dwight Eisenhower, I think he had like a, I think he had a goat in the White House. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I might like be wrong. It goat? might not be Eisenhower. But there were, there have been some weird ones for sure. Calvin Coolidge had a pet raccoon named Rebecca that wore a pearl necklace. (laughs) Are you are you Googling? Did did uh, Eisenhower have a pet goat? Uh, No, I I wasn't but I I will now. Andrew Jackson. I'll kill time. Andrew Jackson had a parrot that, in fact, was uh, so foul mouthed that it had to be escorted from his funeral at the White House. (laughs) Why they brought the cursing parrot to the funeral, I'll never know. But they did, apparently, and it was like, Motherfuck, fucking son of a bitch! <laughs> they had to just quietly escort this bird out of the funeral of the president because he kept uh, telling everyone to fuck off to the high hills.
1: Well, it appears that Eisenhower had two pets, uh, a parakeet and a dog named Heidi.
0: Well, rats. But still pretty good for a happy days episode. Mm-hmm.
1: What what I'm wondering is uh why why I found out that he had a dog named Heidi, but the parakeet. No given name.
0: No given name. Maybe he didn't have one. It was just loose in the White House. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't taking care of it it's like this goddamn barricade it's just <laughs> swirling around him ah tormented by it <laughs> yeah the korean war rages on yeah ah. he's
1: just running from room to room waving his hands and like <laughs> gets into a meeting it settles down but it, it, every time <laughs> he
0: gets up again the bird the fucking bird <laughs> <laughs> like we've almost completed the Hoover Dam. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right timeline there, the Hoover Dam, but uh boy, I would love to see just the just anything, any president, any format, make it a movie, make it a twelve part mini series of a president just being tormented by a bird. <laughs> Make it a concept album, just like a long prog rock album about the president trying to do his job, but a bird keeps buzzing him. And that was called trading card sharps. Yeah. All right, I've got I've got one here, and I I I don't have a proper title, but maybe we could just go with something this simple. It's called pranks. Uh-huh. And it would just be us discussing ideas for pranks. You know, pranks have been around since uh, the ancient times when of course uh the Sanhedrin and the uh Romans conspired to crucify Jesus. Mm. Until until now classic when, prank. Uh, George Clooney uh, kept taking a dump in Richard Kine's cat's <laughs> litter box <laughs> man people get so bent out of shape about that I saw, I saw people on Twitter mad about it just this last week they're like what kind of prank is that taking a shit in your friend's cat's litter box and I'll explain it it's funny because he didn't he didn't do that multiple times. He only did it once after sneaking into his trailer and stealing all the cat's shit for a week so that it looked like the cat wasn't shitting. And, and poor Richard kind got very, very upset and thought his cat had something wrong with him. And then he came home one night and there was just a man. sized <laughs> And I would say that is a good prank. One, a hall of famer, for our pranks podcast, but but we're not focusing on the classics. We're trying to come up with new pranks, pranks that have never been done before, mm. on the cutting edge of prankdom. Like, um, what's some what's something new that hasn't had pranks associated with it? Maybe uh, self driving cars. Mm-hmm. So, what's a good prank that you could do to somebody? With or in a self-driving car? Uh, Cut those (laughs) brakes. Great prank. It's a classic. It's a new take on an old classic. (laughs) Cut the brakes in your self-driving car. (laughs) Now, is this a prank that you are doing to yourself? or, 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 Sorry, not doing to yourself, but do you do the prank by cutting your own brakes or by cutting someone else's?
1: Um, I, I would say ideally someone else's.
0: Well, I was going to say that you could potentially use, you could target someone if you had your own self-driving car and then cut the brakes, because then you're like, it wasn't my fault. It was the computer was driving the car when the brakes gave out. And I, and I hit uh, poor, um, Jimmy Carter.
1: No, (laughs) he's
0: got he was carefully crossing the street to go build another house for Habitat for Humanity when my Tesla Model S just sent him sailing. We're not going to run him over. It's just going to, you know, knock him into the air a bit comically. Mm-hmm. And everybody's used to seeing him all banged up. I feel like half the time you see a picture of him now, he's got a black eye. Really? Yeah. To be fair, I think I've only seen one picture of the man in the last five years, and he had a black eye.
1: Now, this this isn't uh he's not a victim of elder abuse, is he? Well, that's do we need to look court's... into who's taking care of Jimmy old ass Jimmy Carter.
0: <laughs> Jimmy old ass? Yeah. <laughs> Beloved character from Superman. I do not think so. He said that he like fell down and hit his head. But then again, I mean, if I've learned anything from watching reruns so that anybody with like a bruise who says they just like ran into a door, mm-hmm. is probably they have a hand signal for it. Now you do this, you do like a, your thumb in and then close your hand. And that lets people know that you are in distress and you need someone to rescue you. So Jimmy Carter If you're out there, uh, maybe post a video. Let us know. It's that easy now. You don't have to learn uh, Morse code and slowly blink out. Um, The Habitat for Humanity people hit me with the hammer because (laughs) I said that my feet hurt. (laughs) Classic prank.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, that Jimmy Carter gets pranked a lot?
0: I mean, that would be a good defense. If you were abusing Jimmy Carter, if you could just like get it, get in good with Johnny Knoxville. And then mm-hmm. every time that they were like, Hey, Hey, Jimmy Carter's got some weird bruises on his back. You could be like, Oh, well, you know, me and me and Johnny Knoxville, we, uh, we sent him out into the old peanut field, and then we just started shooting a, a paintball gun at him. <laughs> <laughs> he signed. He signed a waiver with MTV. I don't know there's nothing much you can do about it. Anyway, Jimmy, get back to building those houses. Hang that sheetrock. That's pranks. The Prank Podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got?
1: Um, I've got The Bones of Contention. Hmm. And this one is just going to be like a, a, a an argument cast. am going to find a uh, couple people who are pissed off at each other, and then we're going to be there for them to air, you know, we're, we're just
0: going to egg them on and get them to fight. That's what we're going to do. Makes sense. I mean, honestly, anytime I have any two people in the same room, I'm trying to make them fight.
1: Just like uh, bugs in a glass jar. Shake
0: it up. Yeah. Shake it up. Get those things to fight. The McLaughlin group. Uh huh. I'm coming in here hot. Are President Whitmore's actions ultra brave or be foolhardy? Um, I'm going to say foolhardy. Foolhardy, yeah.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. he he should have evacuated DC the moment that flying saucer showed up (laughs) instead an entire helicopter of his staff and assistants were all blown up could have been avoided if he'd listened if he'd listened to Jeff Goldblum but no, no, he didn't it took Judd Hirsch to make the FBI and the CIA finally admit that they had aliens hiding there in Roswell, New Mexico with knowledge of the impending invasion. What if I just did, like, the next 40 minutes, I just described the plot of Independence Day? A young fighter pilot!
1: (laughs) Do you think the president in Independence Day didn't uh, believe Jeff Goldblum because he thought he was being pranked? And he was like, I'm not like Jimmy Carter. Not all presidents are rubes that are, are great to pull pranks
0: on. Listen, you can't just bring in Hollywood celebrity Jeff Goldblum. <coughs> this, listen, this guy will do anything. He's done like an ad for apartments.com and Oscar winning film. There's no telling what he's into now. He might be just goofing off with Spike Jones. They've got him in old makeup. (laughs) (laughs) They've got Jimmy Carter. (laughs) (laughs) The 180 year old president. (laughs) They've got him in an old man costume. (laughs) And he's just crashing into people in a strip club in Las Vegas <laughs> with a hidden camera. Ah, <laughs> oh, you ever think of a movie you would love, and then know you get sad, but you know that you'll never actually see that movie. Hmm. like a
1: Jack Jackass Five featuring Jimmy Carter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just jackass with all the presidents. All the living presidents. It's the it's like the ex-president games. They're all skateboarding. Ooh. But then they're like cutting up. The ex-games, but it's ex-presidents yeah. all competing in extreme sports. Next up, uh, Jimmy Carter on Street Luge. Former President William Jefferson Clinton in the slam dunk contest. <laughs> Oh, no, folks, he's transformed into his NBA jam form. (laughs) He's doing a he's doing a somersault off the shoulders of the Charlotte Hornet. (laughs) Bones of contention. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So this would have to be I mean, I would assume that we would have to have some pretty hard and fast takes on these subjects. And I'm trying to think of something that I feel strongly about nothing nothing goes
1: about it. yeah no th- th- this isn't like a a podcast where we're going to be in uh in an argumentative mood where we're we're going to find guests or just instances of people who are already in a fight and then we're going to mm. judge
0: we just have the microphones ready to go yeah we see we see a table at a bar where people are talking about Doctor Who, and we just come in with boom mics and we've got our little zoom recorder. We just pop headphones onto everybody, mm-hmm. get a quick sound speed, and we roll. And they're like the uh, the fifth doctor was the best doctor." and then and we're we're just passive observers. We've never seen Doctor Who. And they have to convince us. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm planning on not talking a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of poking with the sharp stick.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's best. We could even like we could hire an intern and then we don't have to do any of the actual poking. Okay. We can just say we're listening at the beginning and then we leave. And then we've got like a kid named Braven. We've just given him like a hot poker. He's just burning people's cheeks with it. <laughs> so
1: I, I was just talking about a stick. You're talking about branding them?
0: Just a little bit. Not like a symbol. Just like a burn. Just He's just laying the, the side of the hot poker up against your neck while you're talking about uh, encounter at Farpoint you're like'm I'm, I'm saying Q putting Picard on trial for the crimes of humanity stop <laughs> nobody's gonna look at it and think that you were on our pod there's gonna be like maybe he's got lupus or something you'd be like no I was a I was a guest on a podcast where we had to talk about star Star Trek the Next Generation. And and uh and they had an intern. His name's Braven. He's a cool kid. He's got he's uh he's got like a thousand followers on Instagram, and all he does is uh, wakeboard tricks. But uh yeah, he did have to burn me with a hot poker. <laughs> Not sure why. It wasn't like there was like a wrong answer you could give. He just did it to kind of rile us up, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Braven came to my wedding. It was great. Yeah, it was a it was a destination wedding, and Braven said, "Oh, this is the off season for podcasting. I'm free." He came. He DJed the whole thing. Kept burning me with a hot poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only I'm guy not, in the wedding. Now it's time for the br- the bride and groom dance, and here it is. Da da Fucking braving the bones of contention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what that's what we're talking about. All right, I got a I got another idea. This one's called Adult Baby World. Oh, and okay. this would just be a podcast for adults who are, uh, you know, taking it easy as far as uh, worrying about the world. Or uh... These are the people who would never be on the bones of contention. These are people who are just living their best baby lives.
1: Okay. Now, th- this isn't uh, people who dress as babies because they find that to
0: be uh like a fetish community a
1: fetish community yes
0: well uh, you know i was gonna say that wasn't my intention this is just more adult baby mindset but we'd probably make more money if we were inclusive to people of the uh adult baby persuasion as well so if we could just uh take whatever topics we're discussing and then uh, add uh, a kind of a horny bent to it you know maybe so maybe like,
1: if like we'll we'll do 45 minutes of the show that's for your
0: your garden variety adult babies uh the, and then we'll, we're like we're talking uh Steven Universe this week on Adult Baby World all our favorite children's programs And which ones we want to (laughs) fuck, which I think is what happened to the Steven Universe uh, fandom anyway. So we're really we're we're on the ground floor on this. We're coming in hot, hot six years after the show was canceled, I think.
1: (laughs) Now, uh, I'm not super familiar with that show, but are there characters that dress as babies in the show?
0: No, I just meant that it, it was a show for children that uh, adults, specifically on Tumblr, um, were into. Oh. And then, of course, Tumblr uh, banned pornography, and all of the people on Tumblr were scattered to the wind, like uh, the post-war Nazis. They fled... To- <laughs> Your Argentinas of Twitter or mm-hmm. your uh, uh, BetterHelp.com—they're out there still. Some of them are working for NASA now. Adult Baby World is a podcast about everything that an adult baby loves. Comfort foods—I'll tell you, I I love um, I love to just put a bunch of shredded cheese on a plate and microwave it sometimes
1: oh
0: yeah yeah let it get all you know greasy and fucked up (laughs) and then i eat it with a fork like spaghetti huh
1: i've never done that before i i have uh microwave shredded cheese on on uh nacho chips a fair amount
0: yeah you don't need the chips chips are just uh filler Mm. what do you love about nachos is it the chips are you ever like, when you order nachos, you're like, oh, I'm excited for those chips. No. It's about the cheese, the salsa, sour cream, black olives for some reason. Little uh, little slices of uh, green onion. Hmm. What's this? Oh, my God. Refried beans. We've hit the mother load. <laughs> Dig, boys, dig. (laughs) There's refried beans in here. So are are
1: you saying that uh, one should uh, order nachos, sans nachos, and just uh, hand first into that that, that goop
0: pile? I mean, if you ever order anything from uh, one of those, one of, you know, those Mexican restaurants... Oh, Something I know those L me. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's the it. It's just the white people slop where they're <laughs> like, "Yeah, anything you order comes on a scalding hot plate with lettuce and sour cream, <laughs> like a pool of congealing refried beans, some melted cheese, and occasionally uh, you'll get some guacamole in there." Yeah just sizzling just it's like skidding around the plate like it's a pat of butter on a hot (laughs) skillet
1: so how how do you order that you just you just say uh I'll, i'll have the white person slop
0: i mean it doesn't matter there's a whole menu there's a menu that that's so long and confusing and it has four pictures and it's not clear what it is you're ordering you just look at that thing and you're like it's like you're betting on the on the Kentucky Derby it's just a bunch <laughs> of names you don't recognize and it really doesn't matter which ones you pick you just you say th- something and then you, you get disappointed at the end mm. of the day <laughs> yeah i'll have the uh i'll have the chimichangas al tarasco and then it just comes, it looks like everything else. It's like just a big rolled up thing of meat and then a bunch of like salad ingredients boiling hot on a plate that a man has to wear, like the like the firefighter costume <laughs> to like put it on the table. <laughs> he's got he's got gloves up to his elbows, like he just took a a, a Ming Vase out of the kiln. Mm-hmm but it's just your dinner. And that's the that's the not hot one. If you order the hot one, it literally is like spattering grease all over yeah. you. Yeah. It's dangerous. Anyways, adult baby world. Okay. All right, let's let's turn once again to the Podtron 4500. Folks, if you're not familiar, the Podtron is an artificial intelligence We just feed it the charts of what podcasts are hot right now. It takes those names and it reorganizes them with its technological intelligence into the names of podcasts that might also be hits. Like, uh, what do you got? Security Now. Security Now. And, uh.
1: I guess this will be a, a, a podcast where we teach people uh um how to be safe. You know, a lot of things have changed. People don't really use motes anymore. Yeah, now they're all
0: about emotes. Mm-hmm. And that's Which, uh,
1: that's what you put around your, your uh your server, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that, that that uh people can't uh break into your computer
0: and uh steal all of your uh NFTs. That's right. You want my NFTs, you're gonna have to cross my emote mm-hmm. full of eligators.
1: <laughs> now, is that uh an e alligator or is this a half eel, half alligator?
0: That's right. It's a it's a half eel, half alligator and uh he's electric he's half electric eel now
1: is the the top part the alligator part or is the bottom part the alligator
0: part he he's kind of a uh, his tail he's like a push me pull you and his tail is uh, an electric alligator so that way i got the best of both worlds he can he can bite you with his big snapping jaws, mm-hmm. but then uh oh uh oh here comes the tail, Bzz, sixty thousand volts of electricity. <laughs> he's not an electric heel. He's an a electric heel, but because he's on the internet, he became an electric heel. Mm. But electricity is even worse than electricity.
1: Now, are there electricities for all
0: the valves? There's electricity. Electricity. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes electricity. Why electricity? Yeah, sometimes.
1: Not not all the time.
0: That'd be crazy. A electricity is uh, what what Alec Baldwin exudes. He's Just,
1: electric. You can yeah. feel
0: the you can feel the electricity coming off of him when you're doing a scene. Just make sure that there aren't any (laughs) B-electricities in in his (laughs) G-electricity. A week is going to come when that's still not funny to bring up. But it won't be this week. Security now. I have a security system in my house. Mm -hmm. And it's terrible. I, I, on many occasions, have had to beg and plead for them to not send the cops to my house because a common occurrence happened. They said, hey, the, fi- the smoke detector's going off in your house. And I said, yeah, I'm making stir fry. And they were like, oh, okay, what's your secret password? And I said, this is it. And they said, okay, have a good night. And then... Three minutes later, they call me again. Hey, the smoke detector is going off in your house. And I said, yeah, it's still going off. I can't make the smoke leave my house. I'm sorry about that. And they said, do you need assistance? And I said, what would be really helpful right now is if I stopped getting phone calls while I'm trying to make stir fry. And they said, do you need the police to come? And I said, please don't send the police. (laughs) And they said, okay. And then they called again two minutes later. Hey, we just saw your smoke detector is going off. Do you need the police at your house? And I said, do the police have a fan that could blow smoke out of my house because I'm trying to make dinner and my food keeps burning more and more because you keep calling me while I'm trying to cook a hot stir fry? And they said, okay, we'll disregard that. And then they called again. And I said, stop calling me. And then I said, passcode, passcode, passcode. Leave me alone. And then I sat down to dinner. And a cop tried to walk into my house and started (laughs) jostling the doorknob. (laughs) And he said, is everything okay? And I said, yes. My smoke detector went off. And my security system kept trying to call the police. And he said, okay, sounds good. Didn't check to make sure I wasn't a burglar. Didn't ask for any ID. Just said, sounds good. And he got back on his Segway scooter and (laughs) doodled away. (laughs) And that's security now. Yes. Do you have one on the list that you like? I I got one here. This is called the Fries. The fries, the fries. And I think this speaks for itself. It's fries. Yeah. We love them, but we have some disagreements. These could be these little French fries. When they get overcooked, become the bones of contention. Mm -hmm. What's the best fries? Is it McDonald's? No, those new Wendy's fries are pretty good. I like the crinkle cuts. I know that's a, that's, that that can be a bit of uh
1: i like a, a good seasoning on the fry i i like Ooh. uh uh both arby's curly fries and uh rallies slash
0: checkers rally's slash check fries oh my gosh folks if you if you have access to a rallies or a checkers go get those fries it's like they they went to kfc and they said this is good <laughs> but you know what would be better If there wasn't chicken in the middle of this breading, that's their fries. It's just KFC breading in little strip form. (laughs) So fucking good. They're really on to something.
1: Now, also, I I did learn this week, though, that uh, Arby's is uh, licensing their curly fry flavor to a vodka company to make uh, curly fry vodka.
0: Yes, it's true. As you may have surmised, if you know me at all, everyone has been messaging me about the Arby's flavored vodka. Um, I haven't tried it. I will try it if I can procure a bottle of it. And I look forward to it not selling very well, And there being a surplus of it that I can buy up (laughs) to punish my friends. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about buying a bottle of that Arby's Fry vodka, don't. Let me buy them all and then I will let you try it for free. As is my way. (laughs) This could also be about trying to find the perfect fry, not just relying on restaurants to serve it up to us, but trying different recipes. I've gotten to a point where I feel pretty confident about my fry-making ability, and it's all about cooking them before you fry them. I think that's the secret. Mm -hmm. I've tried boiling them. And then letting them dry and then frying them. I've also tried just frying them at like a low temperature, and then taking them out and then re, sorry, refrying them at a high temperature. But I haven't found the fries yet. Now, uh, are you
1: uh, buying the the fries frozen? or Are you getting fresh? Uh... Oh, potatoes th- yeah. and and chop them up
0: like yeah, whole russets, and then I cut them into shoestrings. I've tried peeling. I've tried not peeling. I think not peeling is better than peeling. When you get a, a fry with a little bit of potato peel on the end of it, did you feel never more hurt alive. Anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? It's like oh, I. I mean, I'm scared of base jumping, but this is the next best thing. I am eating something from the earth.
1: Plus, you know you're excluding uh, the adult babies on this one mm-hmm, because they, mm-hmm. they they are not going to like having that potato peel on the end of the fry. Listen,
0: I go into a deli and I say I want liverwurst and give me an extra ring of bread crust like a moat to protect my sandwich from adult babies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: That's the fries. What else do you got? Um, I've
1: got crime point. Crime point. Which, uh, I was thinking at first that uh, this could be a podcast where we see the crimes of the week, what what has happened, and then, then deal out points. Oh. Uh, for for you know we'll we'll come up with a set of rules and uh you know breaking and entering that that's worth 2 points. You get 2 for that because it's Okay, things. all right. You not only broke, you also entered. But also J- murders are like 10 pointers probably. Yeah.
0: I was going to say you hit Jimmy Carter with your electronic vehicle. That's a solid 7.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give you uh some style points there too
0: yeah yeah it's like uh yeah if he if he goes end over end in the air Mm -hmm. that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a a times three multiplier for every full revolution former president james carter does in the air after you hit him with your tesla
1: now it will it be like tony hawk's pro skater rules where if he uh lands and grinds on a railing like the point (laughs) calculator just continues
0: yeah if jimmy carter sticks the landing he steals your your crime points (laughs) he's just going he's just he's grinding all the way down the Capitol steps now and and he is siphoning off your crime points like crazy he's hit he's hit a times eight multiplier and now and now he's landed in the back of a Red Rider wagon. And he is careening <laughs> down Pennsylvania Avenue. He can't be stopped. He's learned some tricks from Johnny Knoxville and the gang. He's dropping in. He's dropping in to, <laughs> to a, to a drain swimming pool. Oh, my God. He's got the, he's swinging the wagon around his head and then landing back in it. He did like a full like 180 and he's coming up backwards out of the pool now. And somehow they filled the pool up during, he had this incredible hang time. He does a perfect cannonball right into the center of the pool. He splashes the grill, puts it out. All the burgers are wet. But some he was in the air for so long, he called. He had pizza ordered. It's delivered at the exact same moment. Everyone groans that the burgers are wet. Pizza party. Everybody turns and looks. He's got sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. He's yep. dead. He's been dead for a week. The sunglasses yeah. are just hiding it.
1: Doesn't stop him from elbowing the jukebox that's outside for some reason, and he
0: f- he just flops over onto a Whirlitzer <laughs> jukebox, and it starts playing. <laughs> Everybody knows that song rips. All right, I got I got another one here. Okay, Podtron suggests a show called Dark History Class. Okay. So this could be, uh, I mean, people love true crime. People love those, uh, murder podcasts. Yeah. Maybe we just do one about, uh, unseemly moments in history, you know?
1: Well, how dark do you want to get? Because, you know, this isn't going to turn into the, the genocide show, is it?
0: No, no. To be clear. Okay. I think that, uh. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the murder and mayhem podcast listening, uh, contingent is of the same cohort as the adult baby set. So I think you kind of have to keep it light for them. Okay. So, um, well, that does make it a little hard. All of the dark history I know is just spoiling people's fun. So can't be like, oh, um, did you know that J.R.R. Tolkien was a race scientist? Because then they're going to be like, that's our that's our guy. And then they'll stop listening. Hmm.
1: So so you're going to leave Tolkien out of this then?
0: We gotta leave Tolkien. We gotta leave J.K. Rowling, um, Walt Disney. All, all everyone's favorites, everyone's problematic faves are off the table. It really doesn't leave much because all faves are problematic. Hmm. Maybe as long as we're going dark, why don't we turn to the dark side and just uh, become liars? Oh, okay. I, I I don't I don't have any problem lying. So, so something that uh, what's something that those people who love Disney and uh, Harry Potter? What's something they hate? Hmm. Martin Scorsese. He's made himself uh, quite the uh, non-friend. Of the adult baby community in recent years, with his comments about the uh, serialization of uh, superhero movies. Let's say <clears throat> today on dark history class, we're looking at the uh, at the uh, unseemly underbelly of Martin Scorsese, and um, yeah, it looks like uh, looks like old old Marty. Uh, he is he transphobic. Doesn't...
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah. He's canceled.
1: I I thought you were gonna say that you know he doesn't wash his belly. No, he does. Yeah, it's very
0: unseemly. Unseemly. Yeah. Yeah. It's covered in like a thick yellow grease.
1: <laughs> but but uh, no, we're supposed to lie, right? Yeah. Okay, so Martin Scorsese uh, also, uh, you know, he never gives any money to charity.
0: Mm, No.
1: He keeps it all for himself.
0: He says, more for me. I'm Marty the birthday boy. Every day is my birthday.
1: Oh, that bastard.
0: He also said the birthday month isn't a thing. And, like, half the audience is like, ah, it's my birthday month right now. Somehow half of our audience was all born in the same month. Yeah. A lot of November babies. Because they were all banging on Valentine's Day, you know. Is that, that, that why almost everybody's born in November? I think that might be why. Okay. I was just doing the math in my head, but. Geez, I do know a lot of people with November birthdays. And it probably was just a, I mean, at least for people my age. There was probably a bad batch of condoms or something. And Valentine's oh, Day rolled around.
1: That's another uh, classic prank for the prank show. You know, bad yeah. condoms.
0: Yeah. Hey, don't ever buy a pack of Mr. Penguin's poppers. <laughs> You might be like I think I I think the the name is familiar must be a quality brand no He's <laughs> He's out there with Jimmy Carter and uh, Spike Jones <laughs> just building a factory to make condoms that break Hey this is Jimmy Carter and this is condoms that break <laughs> <laughs> having a good time all right here's our here's our ideas for the week we have trading card sharps pranks the bones of contention adult baby world security now the fries crime point and dark history class Anything jumping out to you? I mean, I kinda I kinda liked security now. I felt like there that was a pretty deep well to draw from about uh coming up with new ideas and security, but honestly, I think that any of these could be a workable podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that the easiest to do one would be the fries.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But I could definitely do uh, the pranks. Could do uh, the trading card one.
0: I I don't care. I'm going to leave it entirely up to you. I say let's do the fries, because that sounds fun. We get to eat fries. Yeah, who doesn't like fries? Yeah, folks, tune in this Friday. Ooh this Friday to our Patreon that's patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet to hear the fries where we will be trying to come up with the perfect fry if not identifying then making it for our own Uh, until then go uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or pod cat whatever podcast thing Spotify leave us a review and uh tell your friends i'm nathan B. woodard
1: and i'm andrew james estes
0: good night uh-huh.